Good morning. Welcome to the Flame of Fire podcast. I am your host, Pastor David Bobbitt, pastor of the Liberty Baptist Church in Union, New Jersey. And once again, I just want to start by saying thank you for joining us on today's podcast. And I hope these studies have been a help and a blessing to you. Today, we're continuing through the book of First Thessalonians. And uh, last week, we finished up chapter one pretty quickly. We're in chapter two. And uh, Paul has just been addressing these, these new converts, these young Christians. And he's been talking about his work among them and talking about how, yes, it came in the middle of opposition. And, and and yes, they, they saw hardships, but it wasn't in vain. It was worth it all. And and he talked about how that he came among them, uh, not not trying to, to fulfill his own desires, not trying to fulfill his own will in their life, but um, trying to help them, trying to serve God. And, and he said, I, I, I came to you not with flattering words. He said, I spoke plainly to you, not with a cloak of covetousness. He said, I wasn't trying to accomplish my uh, desires through you or in you or trying to make you what I want you to be. I was trying to give you the gospel of God. And, and he said, we weren't among you seeking glory. And so we've looked at that this week. And now today, I want us to continue. I'm going to read for you again verses 5 and 6 just to give a little background and context, but we're really going to look at uh, verses verses 7 and 8 and 9 this morning and, and even verse 10. So let's go ahead. We'll start in verse 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, the Bible says, For neither at any time used we flattering words, as ye know, nor a cloak of covetousness, God is witness. Nor men sought we glory, neither of you nor yet of others, when we might have been burdensome as the apostles of Christ. Now, verse 7, here's where we're picking up uh, the new verses that we haven't covered yet. But we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherisheth her children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted on you not the gospel of God only, but also our own souls because you were dear unto us. For ye remember, brethren, our labor and travail for laboring night and day, because we would not be chargeable unto any of you. We preached unto you the gospel of God. Ye are witnesses, and God also, how holily and justly and unblamably we behaved ourselves among you that believe. Um, this morning, as we look at this, I, I, I'm reminded that Paul is addressing here uh, new converts. He's addressing young Christians who haven't been saved very long. They um, they, they haven't been in church very long. Many of them uh, were saved from a life of idolatry, a life of sin, and just complete wickedness. Some of them were Jews that grew up, uh, I guess, with a foundation of who God was and then converted into Christianity. Christianity and uh, accepted Christ as their Savior. And so some of them had more of a foundation, but the majority of the Christians here in Thessalonica uh, were, were idolatrous people who knew nothing of God, knew nothing of Christianity, knew nothing of the Bible, and were very young Christians. And as I read this, um, as I read about Paul's treatment of them, and as I read about how Paul dealt with them, uh, if you have children, it reminds me a lot of when I uh, started having children. I remember when we brought our first, we have three children, two two boys, and our youngest is a girl. And I remember when we brought our first boy home from the hospital, Alan, He uh, that first night, home from the hospital. Uh, we had uh, expected, I guess, to come home, lay the baby down and go to sleep. And would you believe we got in bed that night and about 
about the time we finally got the baby to sleep. It took a while. He didn't want to fall asleep. He cried and he cried and he cried. And we finally got the baby sleeping and we got comfortable in bed. And we thought, well, there it is. Let's get some sleep now. And would you believe it? He cried again and he was up and my poor wife was up just about that whole night. And we were we were up taking care of that baby. And then, but you think about children and you think about this. Paul said he labored. He labored with these young Christians night and day, laboring night and day. And you think about young Christians. And it reminds me so much of caring for our children. For some reason, you know, we, we treat our, our physical children a lot different than we would treat new converts in Christ and, and baby Christians. But, you know, there's a lot of similarities and there's some things we can learn here. Paul says he was gentle. He was gentle among them as a nurse cherisheth her child, her children. And, and, and so think about this. Why would we when you have a baby in your hands, if you've ever cared for a baby, you're so gentle, aren't you? I mean, you hold it just right. You make sure its head is supported. I mean, you don't toss it around. You don't throw it. You make sure that there's nothing in the crib that's going to be a suffocation hazard. You make sure all the safety precautions are taken. And you're gentle with that child. You put railings up by the stairs so they don't fall down the stairs. You put pads on things. You cover up the electrical sockets so they don't stick finger in there and 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 hurt themselves we, we we cherish those children we take care of those children and yet i'm afraid that today so many uh, new converts one of the reasons that uh, many of them don't stay in church and don't grow is because we don't take care of them as young children we almost, uh, when they come to church, expect them to be full-grown, mature children. We uh, and, and, and sometimes the pastor, he's worked so hard to get them there, and he wants to take care of them. And then you have church members who come along, and man, they're 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 not patient with them. They're, they're, they don't care for them. Uh, they, they haven't invested anything there. They want to treat them as if they'd been saved for 20 years. And, and there's a difference in new converts and baby Christians and, and those who've been saved for a long time. And we as Christians need, if you've been saved for a long time, you've grown up in church, if you're grounded in your faith, um, you need to remember this. When you're dealing with new converts, just as if you would deal with a child when you're dealing with these baby Christians, you need to learn to be patient with them. Give them time to grow. Um, you know, Paul addressed in another epistle, he, he told the church, I believe the church in Corinth, he said, um, I, I fed you with milk because you weren't ready for meat yet. He said, I couldn't give you the meat of the Bible. And, and Paul was so patient with them and, and he gave them what they could handle. And he, he worked to set up um, areas to protect them and to keep them safe until they could grow to a point where they were able to handle things themselves. You know, when you bring your new baby home from the hospital, um, you, you don't just put them in a regular bed and and give them the toys that you'd give a five-year-old or a six-year-old and turn them loose and say, all right, here you go. No, you pretty much for the first year of their life, you're doing almost everything for them. You're helping them until they can learn how to crawl and until they eventually take those first steps. And and really, um, when they start getting three, four, then they start getting a little bit of independence. They play by themselves and they're doing a little bit more by themselves. But 
you think about the first 10 years in their life, you're there for a lot of it and you're helping them and guiding them through a lot of it. And for some reason, though, as we think of baby Christians, we, we almost expect them to be able to, uh, the first week they're saved, get up and start running and going on their own and doing uh, what you, you're you doing after be- growing up in church and being saved for a long time. And so I just want to remind us this morning, I want to look at Paul's treatment of these baby Christians, of these young converts. He says in verse 7, but we were gentle among you, even as a nurse cherisheth her children. So being affectionately desirous of you, we were willing to have imparted onto you the gospel of God, not only, but also our own souls, because you were dear unto us. And you see his love for these converts, his love for these people, just like a a parent would be willing to lay their life down for their child. He says, man, I I would lay my soul down for you. Verse 9 for you remember, brethren, our labor and travail. You know, babies are work. <laughs> babies, you know, one of the big surprises when you have your first child is uh, how much work a baby is. Uh, they're, they're, they're work night and day. And, and for, you know, that first year, my, my poor wife, she didn't sleep probably the first year uh, we had our children in their first year. They were up all night feeding and crying and nursing and but Paul said, for you remember, brethren, our labor and travail for laboring night and day, because we would not be chargeable unto any of you. We preached unto you the gospel of God, and ye are witnesses in God also how holily and justly and unblamely we behaved ourselves among you that believe. You know, let's work to to take care of new converts. Let's work to be an example to them and and a help to them. It's going to take some patience. It's going to take some time. It doesn't happen overnight, but I believe the fruit and and the labor uh, will be worth it all. Let's pray. Lord, we sure love you. Father, thank you for your goodness to us. Thank you, Lord, how gentle you are with us. And Lord, how you're patient with us and you help us to grow. And Lord, I pray we'd show that same patience to those around us, that same love and help to those that you put in our paths. We love you and need you. Help us today to do your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening.